listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Take bootleg Joshua Adam William Arbor. That was a talented, sexy, dangerous Devin Neer. It's Devin Seal and the newest member of FTN, the new classic Nick. That's the echo. Nick, 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 Nick. There it is. <laughs> Me and Nick came uh, ready to go today, both wearing our Britney shirts. But did that, that album didn't come out in 98, did it? No, she was recording in 98 for sure. Okay. Yeah, so hit me baby one more time is out this year. Ooh, as yeah. like a as like a teaser to the album. It's Ooh. a single. It's, it's a single in September. Okay, I love that's it. That's why. I, that's why cool. I brought the Britney shirt out. I'm like, oh, 98. Okay, let me just do some research on old Brit. See what's going on. Hey, as long as she's happy and healthy, right? Like, it's all matters. Visit her sister on the set of Zoe 101. Deep things cut, are, man. Things, Deep things cut. are working for the Spears family all over again. Maybe, anyways. Uh, Devin, this was your and Nick's brainchild. You guys kind of came together with at uh, Comic Expo this year. Uh, kind of talk about the origin of this idea for a show and the rules. Well, if you've seen Batman, that's essentially the origin for this brainchild. Uh, Nick and I were in a dark alley. It was raining and it was cold. Don't ask what we were doing. This mugger came at us shot the lady behind us shot the guy behind us they fell over and you know instead of uh turning our anger and our rage into uh fighting crime we decided to just make a playlist about it nice that's more or less the story right more or less yeah (laughs) minor details here Uh, it was at comic expo and our legs were really tired walking around looking at t-shirts and and the the plethora of funko pops and i don't know we were shooting the shit on something it was probably really inappropriate for a podcast and then we settled on music like that it. sounds that sounds correct <laughs> so I, I i came up with, with a couple of rules uh we ran it by the gauntlet uh adam diesel power you know flushed some of them out for us and essentially what we want to do is we want to create uh the greatest mixtape that we can for a given year and in this case it's 1998 so we have two sides to our cassette as if we're recording it off the radio I had a limit of 30 minutes aside. Not that that matters, but you never know. You could go with a 20-minute freeform jazz solo from some corner of the woods. I don't know. Uh, but we do have a couple categories that we want to fit our songs into just to get a good mix of what was going on uh, in 98. So let me just run that down for you guys. If I can get my little thing popped up, here it goes. Uh, so in no particular order, we have to cover the genres of rock, which is a very... And a lot of these are nebulous on purpose. I don't want to just like pigeonhole people into picking the greatest new metal song of 1998, although there are a lot. Uh, rock, pop, electronic, or up-tempo music, R&B. I said hip-hop slash rap. Uh, and then we have music trends of that era. So late 90s, we're probably all thinking boy bands, girl bands, things of that nature. So we have a lot to choose from. 
Uh, we want a song with a female vocalist. We got to have some Canadian content. Shout out to Much Music and Big Shiny Tunes. And then we have a wild card on each side of our cassette. Um, the order of these genres do not matter. The three of us will judge each other based on creativity and maybe the flow of how our cassettes uh, would run. Hopefully we'll post them on social media and we'll get some uh, feedback from our audience. Nick, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I think, you know, with this is, um, I think it's also like a personal take on these ones. Um, it's not necessarily like, here's our top 10 and they're all billboard number one through 10. You know what I'm saying? I think it's more how we feel about everything and the like, personal songs to us, you know, and that's how I took it. You know, I, I went absolutely. This one. If I was driving, I mean, I wasn't driving in 1998, but if I was driving with somebody in 1998 and they were like, Hey, I made this and we just popped it in, right? Like I did that when I was 16, although I was burning CDs with LimeWire and, and whatever else, you know. Bizarre, metaphor. Destroying my family's computer with viruses. But that's a different time. So uh, 98, like I was uh, firmly in elementary school. So I was really just uh, flipping channels. I was listening to whatever my mom or dad was probably listening to on the radio um, at the time. So some of the bands that I think were really big in 1998 I actually go and look back on wikipedia or whatever and find that they only ever you know they were a one-hit wonder they had one one single one album whatever it is so um that's the nostalgia factor for me nick where were you in 98 man i was uh not to date myself i was in uh, in my later years of high school you know straight up and it was um you know i i listened to music you know that was my that was my life at that time you know and it, it kind of it still is you know but that's kind of like where that seed was planted you know that high school you start kind of figuring things out of course what's good and what you you know wh where your life is kind of going music wise you know and that's uh that's kind of where i was and then the next year in 99 i started working at a record store you know shout out to music world you know what i'm saying like, oh I wow yeah. 99 nice. in chinook Classic. center and and that's you know but that stemmed from like you know the the, the 90s you know and what, what kind of genres really stood out to you when you were like 16, 17, 18 around this time? You know, um, I didn't really grow up in a rock household, so that didn't really appeal to me until later. Um, but a lot of hip hop, um, a lot of R&B. Um, I liked a lot of pop music, you know. How could and you not in the catchy, 90s? I still find that today. You know, anything yeah. that's catchy that I, that I can kind of, you know, tap my foot, sing along to a little bit. I'm like, yeah, this is good. I can get into this. There's a time and place for pop, and this is exactly where I'm sure we had all gone to the club around this time. When we do hear I Want You Back from NSYNC, like, probably got a pretty big applause at the time. Like, and and it, no one was above the idea of pop music in the 90s, unless you were a grunge guy, I guess, or, or goth or, or scene or emo kid. But Josh, what about you? Where were you in 98? I was just rounding out junior high, so I'm around kind of around the same time as uh, Nick is there um it's just starting to drive a little bit so kind of have some of the vibes in, uh, on here you know just getting past having the uh in school we had the whole east coast west coast hip-hop battle and i picked uh the west coast but also starting to find some southern hip-hop at this time because i found a little band named outcast around this time uh, obviously like nick said pop was undeniable at this point up here in canada you know we had rap city and then we had uh, the friday nights with master t you guys remember those like what the electric something that they had for uh electric Toronto? circus, electric circus. I, I wasn't allowed to stay up past nine o'clock this year so i don't <laughs> know if you're missing too much that. with electric circus no no 
Um, so a little bit of that. So it's a little bit of mix of everything here, kind of coming into, you know, burning CDs, buying records for the first time around this time. I, one of the first records I bought was, uh, an ice cube record at this point. And, uh, I remember getting in shit from my folks <laughs> for buying it. Uh, and then I had to be a little bit more secretive after that for, uh, buying, uh, those type of albums. So, a pretty good period because this is for me specifically i think this is kind of a decent like musical awakening time we go back to some of the later years and we go to the 80s or we go to the 70s or whatnot like that's going to be kind of like yeah i found these songs later more or less yeah. but this is like when you're coming in you're listening to the radio finding these new songs hip-hop is still at least in the area that we're from still really niche like if a hip-hop song comes on the radio back in that time where we're from you are shocked at that point like even if they had the weird like hip hop pop remix. They take out the hip hop lyrics in it. So hip hop is kind of at a weird premium at uh, this point when you do hear it on any radio station out here or you get the records, you had kind of your friends that were into that world. So it'll be interesting to see how everyone kind of mixes here. Well, we were kind of like post the peak of gangster rap in 1998 where we're just starting to get the appeal of, of big labels yeah. pumping manufacturing and producing into hip-hop and r&b so we are getting like lauren hill for example um we even get jay-z one of jay-z's first outings this year as well like he wouldn't have existed a couple years prior probably if it weren't for that gangster east coast west coast he was kind of doing Biggie stuff Tupac. With, he was doing some stuff with biggie he had the group jazz O, I believe but for it to get to be like the uh the to set the tone for the for the culture right and i don't just mean the black culture but i mean culture in general right that led into the early 2000s this is a really transformative year where we have a lot of really edgy rock we have really bubblegum pop and then we have the shapings and the shinings of like manufactured hip-hop and r&b yeah you do and you're really hitting a different stride of, of r&b right now too as the boy bands are coming up they actually steal a lot from some of these r&b artists at this point and this is like when Brandy and Monica, you're going to hear those names a lot. That's when they were kind of bubbling up a lot as well. Nick just had a big smile on his face. So I'm, I'm imagining we're going to hear a couple of What do of you mean? I, track. I... <laughs> yeah, who are those people? <laughs> okay, so uh, Josh is picking a lot of this impromptu uh, just for, due, due to some, some unforeseen circumstances this week. Uh, Nick and I have done quite a bit of research. Uh, as the newest member, I'll let you go first. And then... Uh, just give me a really quick minute on, do you have like a, a philosophy on how you built this first side? Like, is it, is it supposed to give people a certain feeling or is it just like, this is the best song goes first? Yeah, I think it's more of like, you know, you want to like, I, I kind of like to start my, my mixtapes off with like a, like a banger, you know, like a heavy hitter, you know, and then just kind of go with that, not necessarily like genre specific, but something that kind of feels like that first song, you know, and then it goes you know, into the last song. And there's those first five songs, they kind of, they kind of flow together, you know? So you're going to kind of see, you're not going to have necessarily a rock song with a rap song on my first side. That's a tough part. It's really hard to do hip hop and then meld it into like Canadian content, for example. Right. Mine in particular, I was trying to think of like, if I only had, if I was 18 at the time, if I only had an hour and a half or 45 minutes to get ready with my friends what would we put on to get us in that mood to go out and so you're going to start seeing uh kind of like what you said a, a good banger to start and then it's going to kind of ramp up and meld into what i'd call like dancer or up-tempo music for going out so josh uh some of the songs you're thinking about what kind of themes do you see as you connect the dots 
a lot of like a, a lot of hip hop, uh, a lot of pop. Um, yeah, the, it sucks because I mean, if we did this. I mean, I'm kind of glad we're doing the categories because if not, I'm just looking at just before this, I was starting to do a little research, like looking at some of the pop and the hip hop and some of the R&B. We didn't have the categories. That's probably all it would be. There's well, a that's lot exactly. Of interesting so hip hop right here too. Like, and I would get some. The only a negative thing about the uh, the categories, which I think that you know you have to say with the categories, is I would give you some deep cut hip hop if we went a little bit longer on stuff. But maybe the hit wild card. Who knows? Hey man, you're just trying to impress your friends with your music knowledge with this particular cassette tape. Uh, maybe when we do the 2000s, we'll call it like a mini disc, or or in the maybe. 80s, we'll call it an eight you know track. Could you record is, off eight tracks? I don't know. I don't know. There, there's like two songs that are like late December '97, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I know Backstreet's Back um, charted like was like the 20th highest song on the Billboard 100 for 1998, but it came out in like September 97, which goes to the show too, that stayed too much by power. the Spice Girls came out and it's in the Billboard 100 at like 40 and it had two weeks yeah. in 97. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. could really argue, we could spend a lot of time arguing, like, should we look at when it comes out as a single versus when it comes out on the record? In reality, I don't really care. Yeah. So unfortunately, I apologize. No Spice Girls today. Yeah, that's literally what I was looking at. I was looking at release dates, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's that's kind of where I went. And I was like, you know, I'm like, Blink-182. And then I'm like, you know, damn, it came out in 97. And I was like, oh, man. I know, hey. So I'm just going to assume this is, we, we made this for going out for New Year's Eve 1998, going into 1999. So if your song came out in December 31st of 1998 and somehow changed your whole year, then I'll, I'll let you have it, like, Let's just have some fun here. So, Nick, uh, how are we starting off your mixtape? Um, all right, with a banger, you know. Uh, these guys <laughs> been around for a long time, you know, and they came out with one of the, you know, one of the one of the best songs that year, you know. On uh, and and I'm going with the Beastie Boys, Intergalactic. That song mm. is heavy, you know. That was yeah. a banger. Um, nobody really expected this from them coming off of Ill Communication, and when that song hit, it was like and then the video hit that was a really really cool video like just i, I love like the inspiration because that's the one where they fight like they're all like uh like godzilla or whatever right yeah a big robot yeah. they're like fighting them it, it was awesome love it okay my side a is the start of my theoretical getting ready with the boys and it is dmx rough riders anthem mm, damn it <laughs> Because even even if we can't rap a majority of the lyrics, we all know the chorus. That's gonna get you turned up. So, Josh, uh, I'm gonna start mine off with a little bit of like this is an R and B side, a little mix of hip hop on top of it. But you're gonna hit it with some high vocals. We're gonna go a little G funk to start us off. I'm going R and B with Nate Dogg and Warren G. Nobody does it better. Ooh, oh wow. <laughs> love it okay okay now you josh I'm hitting, the, I'm hitting the mark on the start of this tape that you know that my tape is going to hit you that no one's going to do it better and then we're going to flow from there i think you're going to be the, the the prince of flow for this one. i can just feel it in my bones now do you want to do snake? Do, you got, do you got another one lined up or do you want to just go back to nick i do so into hip-hop okay. then we're going to keep the kind of the, the flow like a little more relaxed flow going and we're going to outcast and we're going to go to rosa parks 
Is that on your list at some point, Nick? It might have been. Oh, like version one, for example. Yeah, it's uh can we double up? Is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep don't want to. But yeah, so I mean we can talk about Rosa Parks here, Nick. It's just this song is like I ever see, you know, everyone has like AT Aliens, obviously, I think was probably one of the first big hits for Outcast, but this just hits as it's really nice flow to it. Andre gets the hit off his uh his lyrics of gen- genius. Big boy, you get a nice flow from him, and it's just a perfect beat as well. And coming from nobody does it better. You go from the west, now you go to the south, and kind of that same tangy sound there, the more R and B G Funk sound rolling right into Rosa Parks. Dang, you really thought about this. I mean, I loved how much effort you've put into this in the last 30 seconds. Okay. Since we're doing a snake draft, I'll go next. And this is, I kind of have to shuffle things up a little bit. We just went really, really hard. But I want to try to keep that vibe going. And you know when uh, maybe you or one of your friends, like you you grab the iPhone or the iPod at the time and like you just have a song lined up and people just go, ooh, right? Um, I'm going to go with the trend of the late nineties. So obviously it's boy bands in sync. I want you back. Mm, nice. Just cause it's going to get us in that mood to be like, okay, okay. I see what you're doing here. I mean, it makes no sense to go from DMX to in sync, but you'll start seeing my, my masterpiece as we go along. I don't know. I think that's a good back to back. I don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it straight <laughs> up. <laughs> that makes, makes no sense, but like, I'm ready to go. Nope. Okay. I love it. Um, all right. So for my second track, um, I went uh, along the, uh, I'm going to call it EDM, uh, dance music. Yeah. Up-tempo stuff. Up-tempo. Sure. Uh, to follow up Intergalactic from the Beastie Boys, I'm going uh, the Rockefeller Skank from Fatboy Slim. Mm. I, ha- I have that somewhere. Nice. You know, when I, um, so right in about 99, when I started going to clubs, um, there was two songs that you, that every club played back to back and it was Rockefeller Skank and Music Sounds Better With You by Stardust. And it was a toss up between the two of them and Stardust, if you don't know, is like the Daft Punk side project, mm-hmm. you know, so I went with Rockefeller Skank. I just think that Lord Finesse sample is dope. I think what he did with the composition is nuts. And, you know, he, I like Fatboy Slim. He was, he was, he was nuts back then. He's just oh, chopping yeah. up that sample just over and over and over again. It's funny that he made a six-minute song just, like, really fresh. Yeah. That was everywhere. Huge, huge song. I, I have that somewhere later, too, but that's the point where I'm going to start to feel what I've been doing as I get ready to go out to the imaginary club. Nice. Okay, my third one is probably my favorite song from the era even though it kind of has been overshadowed by other songs uh, made famous in a friggin' uh, Jim Carrey movie, third eye blind jumper. And when you know the lyrics of the song, like this is the song you, you just have to sing all the lyrics to. So um, this is, this is my rock song of, of the list. Nice. Josh. Right, so we uh, we hit you with uh, nobody does it better. Then we went to Rosa Parks. Now we're gonna go a little CanCon, CanCon, and we're gonna hit you with the Northern Touch. Ooh, wow! Classic, <laughs> classic Canadian. Wow. So now we're coming back up a little bit. I love this, like you know, international music 
you have going for us. You're really painting like, you know, you're really painting a picture. Trying to, I, I don't like that I'm going snake right now because I'm trying to think I can hit this a little bit better right now. Um, well, what, what about that song really stood out to you at the time? Uh, Ignore the Touch. Well, that was like around, this is when Canada hip hop is starting to kind of hit its mark, right? And especially up here, like having much music and having Rap City, you know, you're looking for your favorite artist, right? So this time I'm getting the deep cuts in the West Coast. So I'm looking for a lot of Corrupt and Daz and Dub C and Sibo and Mac Dre and uh, Too Short and E-40. But then, you know, you start getting bombarded by Chocolaire and the Rascals, Swollen Members, some of these Canadian artists. And you hear that 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 start of that song, right? Uh, and then right out to Cardinal coming in like, we notorious. It just... And it just hits you right away. It's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Because before we kind of joked this time, like, oh, Canada hip hop, it's, it's got to be garbage. And right off the start of that beat, right into Cardi, it hits like a banger. And it was a banger. And it really started to put Canada hip hop on the mark and then build up to having the Rascals have a few other good charts and then really shining a spotlight on Cho Claire. Later, Julie Black, or around this time, Julie Black starts sh showcasing also she's more R&B, but into stuff with the Baby Blue Sound Crew, uh, I think around this time or maybe a year or two later. So Canada Hip Hop really starting to find its mark and Northern Touch kind of really put it on the mark. Wow. I think we just got taken to school. Yeah. Like you were, you were, you were made, you're made to do two things. You're made to call, call sports games and then make playlists apparently. So I'm going to go to, um, jump to side b just for a second here because again unfortunately i'm, I'm not as, the, rules, the uh, rules don't matter for josh this week no, i'm not no as really. cohesive as everybody is uh and i'm not sure exactly 100 we're going to put this just right now but i'll go with my rack category uh the, my uncle used to work um for a record company and so i got a lot of free uh albums at the time and i wasn't a big rock guy obviously hip-hop was my main basis but he gave me this uh this foo fighters album they had Monkey Wrench and a few others on it, but the one song that really stuck out to me was Everlong by Foo Fighters. Just an absolute banger. And it was it was this was the national anthem in Canada for a while for driveway hockey. At my at least at my age, <laughs> this album was up there too. Like you heard this play a lot of times for driveway hockey. It's one of the early kind of uh gateways for a lot of young people like myself to kind of get into to rock again like because there wasn't like as much as i know i'm sure there was but like the crossover between rock and hip-hop as much like you kind of just you're you're young you're stupid right it's like this is what i listen to and this is but and secretly you're kind of digging in spice girls and backstreet boys at the time but you're acting hard like listen to your pock or ice cube or whatever at that point so yeah i'll go with rock and i'll go with everlong by the foo fighters i feel like that was a very personal like you know when you're a kid kind of story yeah I, I love it i mean if you know how to how to record with a cassette on your boom box and put that in the middle of the tape somewhere man all the power to you okay uh i'm gonna go to my my r&b side a little bit just coming off after jumper i guess you can, you can categorize this in a lot of a lot of different categories but lauren hill doo-wop mm. And I mean, like, is this someone who just like flew too close to the sun, like coming off of the Fugies? Like, I don't like, she's like the Frank Ocean before Frank Ocean in a sense. Like, she's just like a misunderstood artist that is just, whatever she touched was just gold. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right there. The album title. Yeah. <laughs> Straight it's up. True. Very, very, very true. And I mean, it's it's hard not to. Lauren Hill. It's hard not to make a how make it to make a place and not include her within that era. Okay, Nick. I like it. Um, all right. So uh, with my third uh, pick, I'm going. You know, uh, we we're talking about Outcast earlier. Um, that's my that's my number three track. You know, under my uh, my hip hop um, section. Um, Aquimini is in my top five of all time. I think of so. any genre, any album of all time. Uh, I think it's a perfect front to back album. I think it might be it's potentially it's up there. You know, it's an argument to be had. It's the greatest hip hop record ever, you know, with Nas and everybody else. You know, that's that's that album itself is musically incredible, you know, and lyrically incredible. And Rosa Parks, you know, set it off. I think that that song is nuts. Mm-hmm. It's certainly within the conversation. I mean, I, I personally didn't start listening to them until Bombs Over Baghdad. Just probably the age and the and what I was watching and who I was listening to, or like just you know friends or older brothers or things like that. But like it's it's really hard to deny their talent. Right. Okay, nice. you got another one. You're gonna you gonna do number. Yeah, four? let's go back to back for my fourth yeah. uh, my fourth track on side A. Uh, we talked about it earlier. A little bit of a segue earlier. Uh, I'm going to the R and B uh, section and I'm going to uh, the Boy's Mind, Brandy and Monica. Boy's Mind, the Boy's Mind. Yeah, right. Um, that song was number one everywhere. You oh, know, that song, that song was crazy. Um, both artists had that single on their albums, which was bonkers. That's and, gotta be that's gotta be wild. Like, right? You know, so that album, that, that song's getting exposure. That song. Yeah, we kind of need more. I mean, there's there, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of features and, and stuff like that. But we don't get a lot of like just collaborations, right? Where we, we don't get it. Like, we get it a little bit with like people like Calvin Harris right now, or. Or, or or producers we don't get like like oh, Dua, Drake. Drake Dua Lipa and somebody I love Dua Lipa. When, when, ah, who doesn't love Dua Lipa right like if she was on the club I would be the first one on the dance floor anyways we're talking about, we're talking about Brandy and Monica though right great song amazing <sighs> love it okay uh so you've you've got four picks but that's my fourth yeah that's that's your fourth Okay. So somehow I'm at five. I don't even, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, my last song of, of side A is Millennium by Robbie Williams. Nice. Nice. Right. And you can kind of see I'm, I'm, you know, I got a little bit of NSYNC sprinkled in there, a little bit of Robbie Williams. We're turning up. We're getting bigger, bigger, bigger sound out of these pop artists uh straight into to side b so come you know a couple years after uh take that and this is where you see like oh he was he was much bigger than the band that he was in or the group that he was in if you want to call him call him that like his star power his star power now is undeniable take that was big in the you know in the in the 80s and 90s they were big and then all of a sudden like he just exploded he was just like yeah like Like i see something yeah well basic yeah i mean that's a hundred percent it. He just saw some of that. I mean, guys, we can even go back further with like the police, right? Or with Genesis and, and, and bands of that nature. And the guys were like, you know, nah, screw you guys. I'm way bigger. Uh, yeah. Just, I remember listening to this at Lloyd's rollercade for a birthday party, Keep doing little nice. lap laps in our little, uh, 
inline skates then you know watching some kids play mortal Kombat or or whatever and eating probably really old pizza amazing josh oh i'm struggling right now there's just a, use a really... wild card whatever I'm going to wildcard, but I'm just trying to figure out the flow here. There's a few options I have here um, to make this kind of work the way I want to for this side A tape, but it's, man, it's, it's hard. This is a, there's so many tracks you can go with right now. I mean, just to, this is a name an artist that I'm not going to be able to go with, but like Noriega had a really good album at this time. Um, Big L, that Big L tape is one of the greatest tapes ever cannabis who had the rap olympics battle around eminem at this point he actually dropped the only one that he ever had um you had no scrubs come out around this time and then sporty thieves had no pigeons which i thought at the time was, <laughs> was hilarious cameron kind of steps on the on the side at this point um but well hey uh, do you want to do you want to lay up that i i can't believe we haven't even touched on yet for this time era well i'm not doing changes because that's a fake tupac song I mean, I'd allow it. It's still a banger, though. But I was. Yeah, why is, don't, why don't got, you have haven't, "Haven't Got a Ghetto" is the real song? Why don't you have "Candle in the Wind"? I don't because <laughs> I'm gonna go with "Still Not a Playa" with Joe and Fat Joe, and then we're gonna round out the tape with Casey and JoJo all my life. Oof! I was just listening to that this afternoon, actually, in preparation, and I was like, "Oh." So that's side A. You got nobody does it better with Nate Dogg and Warren G. You got Rosa Parks, Northern Touch, Still Not a Playa, and then All My Life. That is side A. Your extra large painter's jeans are just hanging right off your ass right now. We're all, we're all. And I love it. That's the overall with the one strap. (laughs) Were you wearing a backwards basketball jersey at this point? Was that in style in 98? No, that was Nelly. No, not till. Hodden here. Hodden here started. Okay. Okay. Well, it, it is hot. I say that as white as fucking possible. <laughs> okay, so my side A is rounded out through a drafting error somehow. I don't know how I did it, but here it goes. DMX, Rough Riders, Anthem, Sync, I Want You Back, Third Eye Blind, Jumper, which is my personal, just Chef's Kiss, Lauren Hill, Doo-Wop, then Robbie Williams, Millennium. So a little bit all over the place. Just filling out some uh, some categories here. Nick, yeah, want to round it out for us? Killing yeah. Me. Um, all right, so for the uh, the last song of of side A, um, I'm going with uh, potentially at the time, definitely the top female pop artist of all time. Um, I'm going with Madonna. I'm going with the track mm. Frozen off nice. Ray of Light. Nice pull. Oh, nice pull. Right. Okay. You know, everybody's like, oh, Ray of Light, Ray of Light, but that Frozen track is nice. You know, the 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 mood is good. I thought it was a nice closeout to the first side. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, I love that track. I think that track is nice, you know. And Madonna coming up with something like that was completely different. This is when she switched genres, yeah, you know, from like pop to like like EDM or like a techno kind of. This is this is where she changed 100%. I, I love that so much. And it's funny that she, it, she's a really interesting artist in the late 90s, early 2000s because she switches kind of yet again and she does that Bond song. And then she does that other one where she's doing like the aerobic. She's in the aerobics outfit. Right. Remember that? Like in the yeah. in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even remember what that song is called. But like, what's the I video was... with Ali G in it? I was um, music. Feeling... Music. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was feeling all kinds of feels when I saw that uh, workout outfit on in a 
in a much older Madonna, but like, I mean, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got our side days down. We're either driving, you know, to the YMCA or getting ready to go to a club or or what have you. We're all taking a breather. We got to flip it over. Side B goes in. And uh, Josh, you want to start us off with side B? I need a ruling. Okay. Let's do Electronic, it. Electronic, share, believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's, lo- that's like, yeah. This yeah. isn't like, who cares? That's, that's pretty cool. That's a dance what's it in wikipedia or what's it in what's what's the music version of imdb i was struggling with that it's a winter about a madonna i'm like oh shit i think that's around the time of that share song she had kind of a renaissance around this time too and like yeah. a, a big part of it's because of that song yeah uh and then i'll go to female vocalists and i'm rocking the shirt let's go with the girl the greatest female pop artist of all time in the 90s and the 2000s when britney Spears wait 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 wait, wait. is it all time 90s or 2000s you just gave us three i i don't think we can put her ahead of madonna i don't oh. think we can put her ahead of madonna that's tough i mean i don't i don't and then now arguably now i mean you could argue taylor is you're saying taylor's bigger than britney yeah i'll go with that too yeah okay. there's arguments right now that taylor's bigger than michael jackson which i vehemently disagree with but I understand where people are trying to come with. But if Michael Jackson did this tour with stadiums, it would be just as nuts. Dang. But yeah, I'm, so I'm going to go with uh, Believe and I'm going to go with Hit Me Baby one more time. There's a lot of, you're just spewing a lot of hot takes today. I just love this. Like usually you're so like, you're such a pacifist, you know, you kind of want to appeal to a broad audience and now you're just like, Taylor Swift's we, bigger than. He's going. <laughs> I mean, I don't, be- I don't know if I believe it, but I mean, you kind of just look at multiple build, multiple billboard number ones. Sure. The, all the, I think she's one of the only two artists all time to sell, to, to win album of the year multiple times. It's only happened a few times. I think she's won it three times. Who, album of the you're year. talking about Taylor? Taylor, yeah. But we'll talk about Taylor when we get to the 2000s. We're in the 90s right now. I'm just going to keep, I'm, I'm going to choose the years and I'm just going to go from like 2000, I'm going to go 2005, 2006, then I'm just going to skip. Like we're just never, never going to do any other 2000s again. Okay. Side B, side B, Nick, you touched on this. My first song of side B is Ray of Light. Nice. And nice. I think that, that as kind of what Josh was saying with that share song, I think it really kind of crosses over between pop electronic production values and like, you could, if I, if we YouTube this, there's probably 15 to 20 electronic remixes of Ray of Light. So I think it just fits in really naturally. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, that song, that's, that was, it was a toss up between Ray of Light and Frozen straight up. You know, that was, that was what it was. And I'm glad Ray of Light's on here. <laughs> <laughs> Represent, right? <laughs> okay. What is your first song of side B? All right, first song of side B. Um, I went rock for this category. Um, and I went with The Wave by Fastball. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. This song was, I've heard it everywhere. It was number one in Canada for a long time. So it's like, you know, so every Canadian radio station played the hell out of this song. 
you know, much music played it all the time. It was just one of those songs that I kind of got sick of in the 90s and early 2000s. And then now I listen to it. I'm like, this is a dark song. It's a dark song. And it's one of those like pumped up kick songs where it's like, you you, you know, you hear mm. you're like, yeah, this is good. And then you you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, my God, like, these two old people died in a car. Like, this is nuts. That so I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly touch upon another song from this year. I I I wouldn't have ever put it on a on a cassette, but that's kind of like Sex and Candy by right uh, Marcy's Playground. Marcy's like Playground, when I yeah. when I was when I was a child, like I had first of all I had no concept of what sex was, but like the word just seems so dirty. And I was like, how are they playing this like for public consumption? Right, right. Now it's like I mean, commonplace. It's yeah. like they're they're classic songs basically well now it seems like so it really seemed like when i was growing up when they when the word bitch was in a song it was really touch and go whether it was going to be bleeped out or not right mm-hmm. and over a period of a couple of years it just became more and more common where it wasn't really that bad of a swear word anymore and it wasn't until i started i started watching cable tv or sorry i started browsing through cable tv recently in some some radio on in the car recently and now that's kind of happening with the word shit. Right. Where it's not getting bleeped out of the song anymore. And also, like, if someone says it in passing once in a while, it's not a big deal. So it's like, our, you know, our language is just evolving. Slowly and surely. I mean, you know, and then that song, Bitch, came out, you know, and then I kind of, like, put that one to bed. <laughs> was, that, that was, was that Natalie and Bruglia? Um, yeah. I don't know. Not my Natalie. No. Leave her out of this. <laughs> what oh god what is that what oh god now now i'm just thinking in my head there exactly you know and that kind of put that you know it's like if you you had any doubts about that word on the radio man that song put that to bed uh meredith meredith brooks 1997 so i mean in a couple months when we come back to 97 first round draft pick right there there it is there it is amazing do you do you have your second song for side b yeah, it's my CanCon, man. It is uh it is um to stick with the rock theme. Uh I'm going one week bare naked ladies, man. Oh, oh I'm actually jealous oh. of that one. Right. You know, it's you know, it's it's I listened to it, I listened to it yesterday, you know, kind of going through the CanCon. I was like, man, this song, it's not it's not great, but it's catchy as heck, you know, and it it was everywhere. Still is everywhere. They're a band that, so I, when I was a teenager, I got like the greatest hits album as I'm sure a lot of us did one Christmas. And it's really hard to, it's really hard to exclude them from just the, the con- conversation of like the amount of singles that a band could produce in that time frame. Like they probably have like 12 well-known singles and we can only speak from our opinion here in Canada, but I know that they did, they did cross over to the U S at least a little bit with the big bang theory, uh, theme song or whatever right but this song was like i don't know if i'd ever really listened to rap before i heard this song this I mean, song turned you on to rap amazing <laughs> i'm gonna use that <laughs> term very loosely but when i'm when i'm drinking and we're playing 90s music at house parties and stuff like that and this song comes on you watch people struggle over some of those words sometime and that's how you know you've been having a good night 10 out of 10 excellent when you can say chicken to chinese the chinese chicken <laughs> that means you got to go up a couple notches and more importantly that landed them to do the grinch soundtrack 
What? Oh, interesting. The, 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 like the Jim they, Carrey, Ron Howard one? Yeah, when they the way that they jumped out, they were able to, because of the success from that, get the be like the main part of the the Grinch soundtrack. Wow. Yeah. Anytime you have a, a, a we'll call it a we're calling a rock band, I guess. Rock band. Sure. With a guy with a stand-up bass, and it's not ska, you're in for a good time. Couldn't agree more. I can't wait. I when when did ska really peak? Do you think like mid nineties? Like ska earlier, because like no doubt came out in like their like their big one came out in ninety four, ninety five. When we hit bought. like when we hit that, we're gonna be battling. I might change the you know categories. We have to have a mandatory ska song, something with like a horn section or saxophone. I don't fucking know. A lot of no doubt and a lot of boss tones. Perfect. Okay. Number two on side B. Nick, you already touched on this. So I, lo- I love how similar we've been thinking just in different places. Fat Boy Slim, the Rockefeller Skank. Check it out now. You only need to know like six words to this song and you can just go and go and go and go. And uh, just that little like the scratching in the middle there. Just love that kind of repeat section uh, that we get from the song. So, I mean, six, right, it's like almost down. seven minutes of like, I, I would love to see him do it live. Yeah. Like that would just be something that would be really, really cool to me. So, uh, Josh, you got some side B tracks for us. Are you still on side A somehow? I'm on side B. Um, I'm just trying to think how to ram this bad boy out. Um, Candle in the wind. It's right there. All right, well, we're going to go into pop, no, into trend, and we're going to do Everybody by the Backstreet Boys. It's going to start off track B. Okay, I looked this up. There's a, there's a couple technicalities here, but I don't, due, due to your circumstances, totally Oh, because okay. the album's out first, right? Apparently, it came out like in 1990, like the tail end of 1997, as we discussed. But as we talked about, it just carried on the Billboard charts like all in 1998. So just take it. You're right, it, man. No, no, nope. right. I'm playing by the rules. It's gone. Oh, I'm by the rules. Uh, so what a music a, video, I, though. I got a question then. What the great count? Would you count Don't Miss a Thing by Aerosmith? Yes. As pop? 10 out of 10. Okay. So I'm going to go with Don't Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. I love it. And then I'm going to wrap it up with my girl, Faith Hill, This Kiss. Okay. Okay. So Aerosmith, that was, that's, um, what's the movie I'm thinking of? Armageddon. Armageddon. I mean, how many weddings do you think that that song was played at the next two years? Was. You mean still is, man. Every wedding. <laughs> I just just had a wedding last week and they walked down to Aerosmith. Like what a what a hot take that that would be. Okay. Action. Okay. Oh, you have a do you have a revision that you wanna? Well, I put that into uh I, I put that technically into trend. So that te- well, that shouldn't account then. I mean, what's the trend? If you can tell me that if you can make up a trend in the 90s that makes sense, then I'd let it. Well, let me. me, Would you count Goo Goo Dolls as a. That's a rock band. That's not a boy band, right? They're a rock band. They play their own. That's a rock band. Right. Okay. Well, then I can't put Aerosmith into trend then. 
So I'll put them into pop. Yeah, that makes sense. Faith and Faith, I love you, but you got to go. You also have a wild card on each side. I already picked my wild card both for side A. Okay, whatever. All good, man. Hey, do you want to do another wild card? Like, you just knew you were throwing out wild cards. You just have the best time that you can have. I'm just struggling to try to make this line up the way I wanted to. Okay, you know what? We can we can come back. You do yeah, a little bit of back. research. How many uh, tracks do you have left? Do you just have the one? one? Okay, it's all good. We can just keep going. Okay. This might be the anchor point of side B for me. And this is where you know you're going to have a long night where you're probably going to end up at a Chinese food restaurant. That's a deep cut for all the Calgary people out there. This it's came out me. in 1998. This counts as my female vocalist, but probably eight other categories. It's the Vega Boys. Boom, 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 boom. What the fuck? Nice. Good Lord. <laughs> you know what? I actually, like, I, I actually kind of heard, I started listening to them or I started hearing them in, in various forms of me- media, like, unironically the last year or two. And, like, I think we all know the song that was the theme song for, like, Six Flags or whatever it was. On, on children's cartoon but like yes. you're telling me if you were at a you're, if you're 18 years old at one of your first clubs you're with a bunch of your friends from high school you're trying to impress this girl and this song comes on you're not jumping around and dancing to it like the answer is clearly yes is it is it like the lowest form of electronic music possible also yes uh but at this point i don't even care anymore because i'm just here to have a good time and that song is going to make it happen straight up I think it would like for sure. <laughs> I love it. Nick, go ahead. You got All right, to follow back. up your Vanga Boys pick, uh, I'm going to go with a trend, emerging trend. And we kind of touched on it last night in the chat. Um, I'm going with some new metal. Yes. Uh, to follow up your uh, your Vanga Boys, I'm going with Got the Life by Corn. <laughs> To follow up my bare naked ladies pick, I'm going with Got the Life by Corn. Hey, if it works for 18-year-old Nick, like that's all that matters. I mean, would your friends have liked this mixtape? That's the real question. You know what? I think I think so. Um, the homies, maybe not. The girls, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know if my friends back in uh, in the 90s could get behind uh, the Madonna and the brandy, you know, so much. Whereas mm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. You know, yes. To- toxic masculinity was a real thing back then. Especially when especially when new metal started hitting. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. I mean that we're gonna really start to explore that probably. I mean, starting now, but I mean Limp Biscuit is probably the pinnacle. Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park are probably the pinnacle of new metal, right? Oh Limp Biscuit for sure. Significant other is like a 10 out of 10. That is like the quintessential new metal album. I'm waiting for you to say it's also when you're top five of indie genre. Man, it's close. It's just outside. It's it's like it's like six. It's like six or seven. It's 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 up there. So, are you a corn fan, or does this song have like nostalgic memories for you, or what? Um, not. Re- I mean, I kind of like dabble. All right, so I started getting into like heavier music in like '97 with the Deftones. I really like the Deftones. So that kind of like 
opened up um you know they were kind of like one of the the beginning of the new metal you know but i'm like they were good deftones are still good they're still making bangers you know and then it just kind of you know this aggressive music that wasn't necessarily slayer or metallica and i'm kind of like all right this is interesting you know and corn yeah they were just one of those bands that i think they really they they're the poster boys i think for new metal you know to the beginning of it anyways there's a and you you can definitely refute this i don't even actually try to compare the three of them at all musically to each other but when i was a kid hearing of or seeing people with t-shirts of like corn uh alice in chains and then um i'm just trying to think of this last one like that's what i think of when i think of this era new metal right I mean, yeah. Alice in Chains is more grunge, and they're potentially the best grunge band of all time. Uh, Slipknot, Slipknot is what I'm thinking of too. Yeah, and there I mean, we go. They, they don't really fit. It's a very loose definition, but just like I remember being a kid, being like, "This is like kind of scary." If that, like, as a teenager, I'm supposed to like wear these shirts. Like, I don't know if I'm capable of doing that. What was <laughs> these the, nine uh... guys with masks on my shirts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to wear jumpsuits to school? Amazing. What was the corn one with the bullets? Uh, yeah, the Freak on a Leash. That was my other pick. Same album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's out from this year? Yeah. Shit. That, that's one of the, still one of the, if we did a videos, a top 10 videos, maybe one day we'll do. Still one of the, like, as a kid, like, mind-bending videos that I've ever seen. Just, like, hypnotic. Like, that and then the, the Daft Punk one with the dog. I can't remember the song right now. But uh, those are two of the top videos right now. That yes. was that was before uh, the Interstellar five 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 five. I yeah. can't remember what that was. It's not around the world, is it? Some it no, it was. No. I can't remember the album. Homework. The song was called. I can't remember the song. It's the song that goes like. Yeah, yeah. I can hear the song. I can't remember the name yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, if we're not doing a music podcast correctly, if someone doesn't try singing at least a little bit of it, so you yeah, that was good. That sounded like Daft Punk. It's like you got Daft Punk in your room right now. I got it. Uh, for trend, we could say R&B is a trend in the, the late 90s, right? I mean, you look at this Billboard 100, a sure. decent part of sure. it is trend. Okay, so then I'm going to just go with the ultimate out of nowhere. This is just for me. Fuck all y'all. I'm picking for me. And I don't, Nick might know this song. Devin, if you know this song, I will give you a starburst. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going with West Side by TQ. Oh, man. That's a no, I don't know cut. it. I don't know it. I love okay, so I love how in a in a podcast where we're picking basically 10 songs that we would like to listen to, you just said, I'm taking this one for me and for nobody else. Well, some of them are trying to make the best, like you said, like when you're going on a road trip and you're putting the tape in and you want everyone to like feel good about it. But that, that's like that comes on, I'm putting a full blast and like I don't really give a shit. Okay. When did you first hear this song? 1998. Like were you were you a fan of the of, of the artist like? Before? I didn't really know the artist. I just knew he was from he was part of the the West Coast like with oh, okay yeah. all the West Coast hip hop artists mm-hmm. at that time and kind of like was like kind of looked at as like a different Nate Dog. Some people were saying at that point. Never have too many Nate Dogs on the hit, music. Corner. Hit one hundred on the Billboard uh, one hundred for nineteen ninety eight. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. And what happened to them since then? Are they a one hit wonder? A TQ, yeah. He just uh, he has one other song. Okay. More or less, I mean, this was his biggest one. I mean, it's kind of like Warren G, right? Like Warren G has other hits outside of Regulate, 
But for the most people, yeah. they would just think assume Warren G would regulate. If you're a fan, you think he's actually got quite a repertoire, is what you're he saying. He does. He does have quite a few, but yeah. Okay. That was your first pick. Do you have a second pick for us to kind of help fill out? You, you got it? I'm done. You have 10 picks already? Yep. I Okay, we're terrible at drafting because I still have <laughs> two, but I mean, whatever. Okay. How many uh, you got? You got two? I got two. Yeah. Okay, I got my, my Canadian content. Love, Inc., you are a superstar. Nice. Man. And that I think that just, like, you can see my second half is just really turned into that upbeat club music. So you're going, we're going Fat Boy Slim, Bango Boys, Love, Inc., you're a superstar. Yeah, you, like, that you're is, killing it on the, I like your Nix's side Bs quite a lot. My, my side Bs kind of all over the place. You guys really hit the side Bs. I'm clearly going with, like, discotheque kind of club scene. And it's just a, you know, it's just a great song. I see this is the, this, when I was going back to talking about as a kid, like thinking these bands, some of these bands were huge or were going to be huge. As a kid, I thought this song was probably like just this upper echelon on par with like Thriller, right? Like I, I I'm surprised as an adult because I haven't actually thought about Love Inc for about probably was in 1998, so you know, 25 years. Um, disappointed to say that it didn't really pan out the way that we thought it would, or I thought it would back in 98. Yeah. And that was like, <laughs> man, that was electric circus. You know, we touched on it earlier. That was, you know, that whole love Inc. Chris Shepard, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a very family friendly, except for the DMX Rough Riders Anthem, very family friendly, uh, queen street, much music dance party. Yeah. Literally yeah. at the end of, Rough Riders, it literally has the gunshots and then talks cheap motherfucker. What was your second pick? In sync. I want you back. So the gunshots into in sync. I love it. Perfect. I can't talk I cheap can't motherfucker. Describe... <laughs> I want you that way. I can't describe how my mind works for side A, but side B, I definitely had a plan. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's working out. Okay, is this your last banger? No, I got two. I got okay. two. Back okay. to, I got two left. Um, all right. So I kind of wanted to finish this one out. You wanted a, a little more of a, maybe a, not an inspirational song, but a little, you know, something, something a little more upbeat, you know, after, after the corn got the life. Um, so I went with a song that apparently is number 13 on the all time one hit wonders list. Uh, oh. And I'm going with, uh, you get what you give. Oh. The Radicals. Nice. Mm. Also a great music video, like the parties at the mall. Yeah. You know, you could hear this one in movies and TV yeah. and series finales and end of movies, you know, during the credits, whatever. You know, this was one of those songs. And when we, we talked about like Big Shiny Tunes or like Now 75, whatever version they're on now, I think I had Now 3 or Now 4. And I, this was like track four. Like it was just, it was just hitter after hitter. Like right. this was up there. Yeah, for sure. Do you still know a lot of the words? Uh, I listened to it last night, so a little bit. It kind of <laughs> sings like differently though, and it's kind of like a, eh, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, bro. Like half the time. See, it's like you said like, like half words. A lot of these songs, like this, is the kind of stuff that, like, like we've been to so many house parties, I'm sure, over our careers or our, our party careers, I guess, if you will. And like when this song comes on, people like go, yeah like 
you know, one person gets a hold of it and you're listening like the first 30 seconds of every song until they find a good one. And then it was like, hold, hold on, hold on. Don't touch it anymore. We found one. Right. That's the song. That's the song. Mm-hmm. Love Amazing. it. Love it. And how does that fit? Is that your rock song or is that a wild card? That is a, uh, that is my pop song. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I've been saying categories at all. Nah, yeah. I mean, I'm just curious, you know, like, yeah. like Venga Boys, it fits into like six categories. I don't know, just right. female vocalist. I don't know, but I also have Madonna. Like, is that also a female vocalist? Well, obviously, but for sure. Okay. Cool. Are you are you gonna give us the grand finale? Sure. Um, unless you want to go first. No, no, no. You you go, my friend. Okay. So to close out my album. And uh, and give me give me your the title of your cassette. Oh man, I don't know it yet. Oh god. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll get back to it. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Oh man. All right. Um, so I'm to close out my uh to my my mixtape, my 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 cassette. Uh, I'm going with closing time by semisonic. Pretty sure that's third oh. eye blind. Right. You actually have to say that if you, if you know what I'm talking about. Gotta yeah. do it. Yes. That is... I thought about it. I thought about Semisonic. Dang. I wanted the Verve. That was 97 on the Cup sweet, of 98. Right? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. one. So I, I went mean, with Semisonic. I'm like, closing time, let's let's do it. It's actually funny, like, when I was... Josh and I were looking at this last week between 97 and 98, and I don't know exactly why we picked 98 over 97, because, I mean, half this podcast we've been talking about songs, like, there was this close, they're all in 97. Like, when we come back, when we circle back to 97, it's going to be, like, just a heavyweight title for the world, so. It's like a 94. 94 we talked about earlier, and it was like, 94 is heavy. 94 is But 97 is heavy. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a kind of a proof of concept. We can always tweak some things. I mean, we can change categories every time we do this if we really want to. I don't care. Like we talked about, we're going to introduce a ska category. Josh talked about uh, country as it gets, you know, as we start getting some like Garth Brooks and stuff like that. I mean, we kind of missed Shania Twain a little bit on this podcast, but yeah, uh, but Shania really hits in like 95, 96. I mean, he has when a top she, song from the sheer. When does she not slay though? Let's just, let's be real. She literally lost her voice and got it back. <laughs> like, shouts to her. She's a real one on that. Okay, so I'm going to round out uh, side B, the fifth song. Uh, Nick, you actually touched on this a few minutes ago. I am picking arguably the greatest house song of all time. It's the precursor to Daft Punk. It's Stardust. Music sounds better with you. Oh. And now you see the genius of my plan. Ray of Light, Rockefeller Skank, boom, 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 boom. You're a superstar. The music sounds better with you. We wow. are just, I mean, I didn't, I don't know if MDMA existed in 1998. I just have no idea. But like, if I was, if I was of that age and had access to MDMA, this would be my life right now. If someone got a hold of this playlist, this is, this is, the, the MDMA is made. I <laughs> just, the serotonin in our brains alone is just rung right out um so i'm calling my cassette the duality of man it sounds way too serious for what it is and i really just thought like i was gonna have a bunch of uh radio friendly hits on side a and then 
at nighttime club bangers on side B. Nice. I like it. Thank you, Josh. You want to, well, just, uh, do you have a name picked out? I, uh, I do, but I want Nick, Nick to go first, man. I'm still fighting with mine. Go, you can go you ahead. Gotta tell us your embarrassing one. All right. So as I was telling the, the boys before I, uh, we got on, so I, I, you know, when we play basketball and we went on road trips and stuff like that, I made all the mixes for the team. So I put, this kind of brought me back to that of having like these like nights at like one o'clock going on MSN messenger and texting about songs for the team and stuff like that. Dated myself there. And then I came up with like what I thought, and there's 10 volumes of this, by the way, that I thought was the coolest name ever. And remind, remind everyone, this was in like the late nineties, 2000, that I came up with this name, but it's only right, and we're going to continue the trend as long as we're in the late 90s to 2000s for this. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, I present to you Fat-tacular. P-H-A-T. Fat-tacular. I like that. I don't know why you're embarrassed by that. That's amazing. Uh, the other guys I played ball with still clown. Like, you thought that was so cool. I'm like, I don't know. The duality of man takes itself way too seriously. Like, I like it. Is that what not the 90s are about, though? Like, looking back where a few years later it is embarrassing, but at the same time, like, so were the 90s, but now we just have to enjoy it? Yeah. They got, like, the little 90s slang in there for you on top of mm. it all. Fantacular. Mm. Do you want the A and B sides completed? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, we got Nobody Does It Better, Rosa Parks, Northern Touch, I Don't Want to Be a Player, and All My Life. Side B, we got everybody hit me, baby, one more time. Everlon, believe West Side, and then we end out with Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. I kind of great song. That's a great song to end on, though. I almost wish I picked Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, instead of Everlon now, because then I thought it would have flowed. Like if I could do Goo Goo Dolls next to Don't Want to Miss a Thing, that'd be even better. I mean, if that just happens to wind up on the Apple Music playlist, who am I to say any different? I thought that's what you said the whole time. Yeah, right. So. I like it. I really, really like it. I love your side A. I think that that is so, so young, Josh, to me, in my mind. When I go through your Instagram photos back in the day, obviously we didn't have Instagram in 98, but seeing who you you were, seeing who you were, and seeing that playlist makes a lot of sense. We got online, AOL online messenger at this point. And I think MSN is in. Oh, it's got to be coming up at at least, yeah, right? We have AOL at this point. I was on AOL in '98. What was your email first address? Found... <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> that. I love asking that at parties because everybody Fine. knows, and so few people are willing to share. So mine, keep in mind, if I'm doing this, I need Nick's and yours too. Absolutely. Okay, so mine obviously this is the peak of WWE in the Attitude Era. Keep that in mind. So mine was uh there's obviously a character named the godfather so mine was godfather pimp 69 that's amazing that is (laughs) now the next the next time we do a podcast we gotta try to log into these email addresses and see i tried because i tried to get back to my exopia and i haven't been able to ah nick do you have uh, do you remember your first email um it was a yahoo um it was soul to soul 23 nice that's actually fucking cool i still have <laughs> that's cool uh that's actually still his email i don't know what you guys are talking about that's what i send that's my main I send email for sure 
<laughs> I put on my resumes and everything. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it's it's exactly like Step Brothers. Only like you're wearing a suit and you're like, can you confirm that your email is sold to Soul Twenty Three? Yes, yes, I can. Yes, that is. Uh, mine was Alan Iverson zero three seven six at hotmail.com. Wicked. Don't know what else to say. Pretty self-explanatory. Like it. Love it. Uh, so going from top to bottom, my cassette tape, The Duality of Man, DMX, Rough Riders Anthem, In Sync, I Want You Back. Because those <laughs> both... I love it. I love the transition. <laughs> the gunshots just really tie it together. And How then it gets way more family friendly. Third Eye Blind, Jumper, Lauren Hill, Doo-Wop, Robbie Williams, Millennium. Side B, though, That's My Chef's Kiss, Madonna, Ray of Light, Fat Boy Slim, Rockefeller Skank. Bango Boys, Boom, 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 Love Inc., You're a Superstar, Stardust. I fucking love the side B. I love Man, your Nick side so B. Man, it's so good. I love I your Nick side B. I had that B. planned from like yesterday, but side A was just a mishmash. Side A, it's kind, of, it's kind of like my side B. I love your side B, though. Your side B is great. Thank you. It uh, is really Nick. good. You have a name yet? You got a name? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Not for the Homies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so not for the homies, uh, side A. Um, we got Intergalactic, Beastie Boys, Rockefeller, mm. Skank, Fatboy Slim, Rosa Parks, Outcast, The Boy Is Mine, Brandy and Monica, and Frozen, Madonna. That's nice. That's dope. That, uh, your side A is hit hard. Then we'll see about the side B. I don't know. All right, so side B, we got The Way, <laughs> Fastball, One Week, Bare Naked Ladies, Got the Life, Corn. You get what you give, new radicals, and closing time, semi-sonic. I like that it's ending with semi-sonic, though. That's perfect. Right? You got it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That one I had automatically. That was almost my first pick. It was yeah. like Beastie Boys mm. and then semi-sonic. I'm like, all right, so I'm starting and ending with these. What's in the middle? I hate uh, I hate to be that guy, but Vanga Boys was my first pick. That's <laughs> – I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, well, if we ever do like 2003, that Crazy Frog song, that's uh, you're going to sense a trend with my first picks. Uh, a few songs that were missed, by the way, bands of the 90s, of the late 90s, Savage Garden just blew thought, thought up about in it. 1998. Yeah. And same with All Saints. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. Girl yeah. band. Destiny's Child is kind of starting out at this point. We didn't pick any, but Puffy and Mace are just destroying at this point. They're just doing so much at this point. Usher. No one even picked Usher, really. He's breaking out. Um, yeah, that's the. those are some of the kind of things I, I saw around this time. I mean, there's so, some good Celine Dion, you know, Candle, candle in the Wind, you know? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I debated doing Celine and Candle in the Wind. I, I debated going with both of them. You could have ended both sides with one of those? Yeah. Just making people cry the whole wow. time well, i be, debated of doing changes thing. into candle in the wind that was one i was looking at oh nice i mean it, it's it's kind of like pineapple on pizza when you talk about it, it doesn't make sense but when you feel it it like it really gets you. like i said changes as, as a song is a good song good beat but it always hits me the wrong way because heaven got a ghetto is a majority of the lyrics for changes and mm. it's a better song i think yeah. but not as good of a beat so why don't we take a little bit of this time before we end? Because I think we just kind of hit about the hour mark, Josh, a little bit more maybe, yeah, which is perfect. Uh, let's pick our next year for the next time we get together. You guys, you guys pick it. I so I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of throw it out there. 
I think we give ourselves huge gaps so we don't have a lot of overlap because if we do like, you know, 2000, we're just going to hit over cat. We're going to, we're going to outcast. We're going to hit a lot. Of I think we people. do this show bi-weekly too. Sure. Works for me. Let's pick a year in the eighties. Um, now I don't 80. know what, what year to pick, but like, look, we can all just Google it right now and talk about, I was going to go, I mean, we could eat, I was going to go 85, 85 or 84. Yeah. 85 is fucking good. Oh my God. What's 84 looking like here? Got some so George thriller, Michael in 84, baby. Thriller is 82. Like solo George Michael? Yeah. Careless Whisper. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up okay what's oh, uh, we got what some year prints though. Ooh, eight, yeah, 84 is good too. I like 85 a little bit more, but 84 is it's got some good shit. Okay, Josh, you pick you you pick one year to Google, I'll pick one year, and then Nick, you pick another year. Like so we'll do 80, 45, 86, maybe. I'm gonna yeah, I mean 85 is what are you on? You're on 85, I'll do 86. 85 is okay, wild. so I'm doing 84. Yeah, we're just gonna make a couple cases for songs that we you know would start us off. So 85 is good. Take my breath. <laughs> take <laughs> we might have to do night. <laughs> we'll listen to the we top 10. To this is this is the billboard top 10, even the top 15 for um 85. Careless Whisper oh. by George Michael, Like a Virgin by Madonna. Wake me before you go, go. Okay. I want to yeah. know what love is by Foringer. I feel for you by Shaka Khan. Out of touch by Hall and Oates. Everybody rules the world by Tears for Fears. Money or Nothing by Dire Straits. Crazy for You by Madonna. Take Me On by Aha. Every Time You Go Away by Paul Young. Easy Lover by Phil Collins. Can't okay. Fight This Feeling oh, by nope. Ario Speedwagon. And you okay. also got Power of Love by Huey Lewis. So you got my playlist for next week. Or two yeah. weeks. Yeah, you just yeah. named off 10 songs that like, okay. So. Seven heaven by i mean the more important thing is we get a lot of george michael and wham so we're good <laughs> that's the most important part <laughs> the most important part okay so i'll make i'll make a quick case for 88 we get so we get songs like take my breath away true colors uh papa don't preach that's good uh but do we got we wham get, we get some bomb we get some bon jovi and huey lewis we get walk this way by run dmc we get mm. so we get some janet jackson here uh we get toto I think we have like I think we get, we're starting to see a lot of the hip hop come into the you know the, yeah. the, the oh we get that weird uh, Eddie Murphy song party all the time oh, oh the weird it. song or you mean like amazing I like I personally like it but whenever I, like, I play that for uh, Trojans games and I have to do the DJ stuff people lose their minds I just there's like, a there's I, a whole there's a whole younger demographic like who is this and I mentioned it's Eddie Murphy and they do not believe me. I think I heard this song not knowing it was him, but I was like, why, like either, why does this sound like Eddie Murphy? Or I was like, why is someone sampling Eddie Murphy? And then Have I- you seen the video, in... Dev? Oh, I don't even know what, what happens the, in it. Rick like, James is in the booth with him, like pointing stuff oh, out. Oh yeah, them. I've seen that. Yeah. It's almost seems like a, it should be a Chappelle skit. That, yeah, because it's in context after with Chappelle. Uh, I think you kind of convinced me on 85, unless, Nick, you got some songs in 84 that we could really just roll with. 84 is really good, too. 84 is a lot of Prince. Uh, you know, we came out with Purple Rain. Uh, yeah. Tina Turner, simply the best album. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Footloose, Soundtrack, uh, Ghostbusters, so it's big on Soundtrack. Yeah, Karma Chameleon, Culture Club, Cyndi Lauper, uh, Born in the USA, Bruce oh, Springsteen. Yeah. Like, it's got, yeah. some, it's got some hits, man. It's got some got hits. Got some Lionel Richie. Got some line, got some hello, um, yeah. borderline Madonna. So, 
I think 86, 86 does the not stack up. Okay, you guys pick You guys pick uh, between 80, 84 and 85, and then we'll get out of here. Like I said, well, this John, is, I'm, just happy to, I'm just happy to be on this, so it's it's you and Nick will always pick the nah, years. I'm just happy your, to be Your enthusiasm on 85 <laughs> has sold me. Um, I'm good. That, well, we that, got that, Wham. That we got up. Wham. We got 80, George Michael and Wham, so I'm Okay, 85 it is. Uh, do we tweak any of the categories? I mean, do we get a lot of Canadian content in the 1980s? I mean... I'm uh, sure Corey Hart, sunglasses at night, straight up. That's the only Talking one I can think of. Rights. Oh no, that uh, was '84. Sorry. When's yeah. uh, when's Lover Boy working for the weekend? Ooh. Calgary, Calgary Classic. Calgary. Saw them, Classic. saw them live for the uh, Night Rider Lover Boy Journey concert a few years ago. That'd be dope. '81. Wow. Uh, so no, no, no. But we could, we could probably find something. I mean, we could always change it. I mean, Ska, for all we know, right? Like. He does have Never Surrender in 85. Ooh, maybe we throw in, because this this kind of seems to be a lot of, like, you. we've mentioned a lot of these songs, and I think of a movie instantly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like you said, Footloose, Take My Breath Away. Uh, Ghostbusters. Purple Rain. Oh, no, yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm, still on, I'm, I'm still on 84. <laughs> but I think we could probably find a movie where they just had a song that turned into a massive hit. Yeah, well, you literally have... Don't you have Huey Lewis's Back to the Future soundtrack? Your power, love the '85. We should have like um like an international, like not North American, because there's a lot of like UK. um, Sure, yeah. That world, world, sure. Yeah, maybe we'll have we'll have a categories to pick George Michael and then. Just a George Michael category. I'm gonna try to do all that. that I'm trying to do that. I'm trying (laughs) to do George Michael and sign A. That's my goal. Sade in 1985, that's number one oh, pick overall. Straight smooth up. Oper- smooth smooth operator. operator. Yeah. Number one pick overall. Yeah. Let me see if it is Sade. Oh, it's okay. Sade. So we're doing we're doing 1985. Um, the categories to be determined. Uh, it's gonna obviously be created to suit us and just get as many of these incredible, incredible songs on these cassettes as possible. I love, I like the 10 songs. I like having a couple wild cards though, just to help things flow a little bit better. And uh, do we not have, uh, when is uh, Kate Bush? Is that? That's like 82, maybe? Like we got Talking Heads in 85, uh, running up that hill. Oh, Stranger Things jam. It just passed. It's 85. Boom. Like, that Ooh. might be a smooth be operator is nineteen eighty four. I think we're doing eighty five. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. As a single or on the album though? Single. The Released. Single Are you sure? It was on the eighty five Billboard. Well, because it crossed over, right? It yeah, because it came momentum. out in August twenty eighth, eighty four. Dang. And it was a yeah. B side on the uh, on the uh, album that, that came out. That was a B side. It was a B side. Yeah. Man, I would just go listen to it now. Yeah, I'm gonna pop that out. <laughs> yeah, sure, ten out of ten. Uh, we're already starting our research. Yeah, in two weeks' time for the year 19. So, and I should add, so the, the pods will be released the day, uh, you know, the next day that we, whenever we record these, and they'll put them out and everything like that. But then we will have the playlist available for everyone to listen to. Okay. Um. Nick, does Apple Music work for you, or you are a Spotify guy? I'm a Spotify. Okay, perfect. Both. I mean, 
you can do both. So we'll we'll figure out. We'll probably do. We can maybe do Spotify then. So either way, like we'll put out the pod one day, and then the next day after everyone's got a chance to listen, two weeks of uh, listening. I will, li- I will. I will. I yeah. will put out the playlist on the Fresh Take Instagram, and I'll put out a vote, and you let us know who had the better that week, and we'll see uh, where we are by year's end. Man, I don't know that Vanga Boys. <laughs> the I might have, that might have sealed it, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay, right. Josh, uh, wrap us up and let's get out of here. Yeah, this was super fun. Thanks everyone for uh, listening to our new show bootleg thanks to nick you know he was uh tremendous at uh comic expo so we knew we had to have him on a show so happy to have him as part of the ftn family for this and some other content we're going to do in the future here to devin myself until next time folks cheers